Okay, happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome back to Ghost Stories Studio Podcast. Today we have Myra with us. Say hi, Myra. Hello. How's your week going? It's going great. What's new? We've been gone for a bit. We have. I started a new job. Okay, tell us about it. Um, I moved districts. I was working for Long Beach Unified, and now I'm working for Anaheim. How do you like it so far? I love it. It's less stressful and it's more more hours. So, yeah. How are the kids? Um, the kids are kids. I mean, they're high schoolers. So uh-huh. I'm dealing with high school attitude, so it's like <laughs> dealing with Frankie twenty four seven at school. What grade are you teaching? Or are you helping with? Ninth or twelfth. Oh, that's always a fun, fun time. What are they into now? What's the big thing? What's the trends? Their phones. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure. They're always on their phone. You excited for fall? Fall has started. It has. Yeah. What do you got plans for the month of October? Not much. I... Not much in all of October. Day. Well, I mean Halloween for the kids. I gotta start sewing costumes. That's about it. I mean. I... I'm hoping to go to Haunt this this year. Well, we've already invi- invited you, so you have an open, you and uh, your husband have an invite for us to take you guys to Haunt. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's right on a Sunday, and I work the next no, day. No, we can go Saturday. So- it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday's not the only day. <laughs> I have to do a Friday or Saturday. I'll be dead on So you only have Halloween coming up in October? And oh, Haunt? Yeah. And then we have Lily's birthday. Mm-hmm. When is her birthday? The 17th. Oh, good. What does she want to do for her birthday? She wants to go bowling and chicken cheese. She already said. And she oh, wants a pug good. with the head. A real one. A live head. A live head. Because I told her I was going to give her a When she asked for a pug, I said, does it have to be alive? <laughs> and that's Frankie talking. Uh, Frankie's joining us tonight. Hi, Frankie. Hi. How are you? I'm good. So you're going to give your daughter a pug with the head? Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. So now it's recorded, so you have to give her a live pug. So. Right. So you, so you guys that. will be getting a pug. Mm-hmm. Yay, another dog. Anyone has a pug that you don't want, they will adopt. <laughs> Preferably one that's 12 years old. He has an old one. <laughs> has glaucoma and will cost you about $20,000 in vet bills. I know, they sure. <laughs> sure, go ahead and adopt that old pug. They one in a wheelchair. Yeah, they're like, so now you need a ramp for your house. <laughs> What else is going on in October? Oh, our anniversary is coming up. Oh, yes, anniversary. Is on the 23rd. How many okay. years? Mm. 26. Oh, 26 years. So how does it feel to be married 26 years? That's good. Yeah? I like it. All right. Myra's just shaking her head. There's no, nothing coming out of Myra's mouth. <laughs> wow. It's do you guys have any plans? No. But I mean, we will eventually. What did you guys do last year? Uh, last year, we didn't really get uh, to do anything. Well, we try to always go to Benihana. But last year, it didn't happen. I don't know why it didn't happen. It had something to do with the kids. Yeah. It's... The kids messed up our dinner. Yeah, they ruined it. <laughs> but we always try to go to Benihana. Yeah, that's usually the thing. Was last year the only year you guys didn't go to Benihana? No, no, it, it's it's um it's, peppered around the yeah. years. You know, oh, okay. Really oh, that's good. Consistently, it should be. Yeah, we try. Good. 
Well, that's always fun. Any uh, any tips you can give to anybody to make 23 years of marriage this far? Well, it's 26. But okay. Or 26. Mm. Who's counting? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, you know, it's when the love's that strong, it's like you're skating through it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice, nice razor sharp blades, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what else do you have going on in October? <laughs> it sure does. It's a busy long month. So since you don't remember, we have our um, our ghost stories oh, breast yes. cancer awareness yes. for the month of October. It starts October 1st to October 31st. Uh, and we are uh, tattooing $100 cancer ribbons, yes. uh, two and a half inches. The tattoos will be that big. Um, a portion of the proceeds will go to the American Cancer Society to fund cancer research. So. And we also have, now that you reminded me, now that I'm awake, I, 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 I start with At 10.49 yeah, p.m. It's my bedtime. According to my phone, it's time for me to go to bed. Yep. So. It's up at 7. It's 6. Up. No. 5 something. Seven, I'm gone. No, no, I said seven, and I meant I mean six, but yeah, yeah. five something. Um, we also have our Halloween tattoo, Halloween party coming up. We have a very, very, if you guys follow our Instagram at Ghost Stories Tattoo, there's a private invite out there for our Halloween party, October 13th. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got some stuff for it today. Uh, we have a lot of surprises for everybody. So if it's something you're interested in and want to be invited to, go ahead and over to, uh, head over to our Instagram at Ghost Stories Tattoo and follow the rules. And we hope to see you guys. Are you excited for that, Myra? Yes. Yeah, now that you remember, are you excited for now it? Now that I remember. Okay. And we're really excited about the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I think that's that's super important. And um, uh, you'll see that on our Instagram as well. You can contact us. And um, we love raising money for a good cause. And then, of course, we have Halloween in October, which is always fun. Are you going to dress up, Myra? Yes. What are you going to dress up as? This year, I have no clue. Last year, I actually had a... I knew what I was going to be, but... This year, I have no idea. What were you last year? Mavis from Hotel Transylvania. How about you, Frankie? I don't know. One year I was Dora. <laughs> and um, last year I was, um, what's her name? From uh, um, Bob's Burgers, the girl with the pink. Oh, um, Louise. She loves yeah. butts. No, yeah. that's Tina. No, that's Tina, Tina loves butts. Yeah. Tina loves butts. Maybe I'll be Tina. You should be Tina. <laughs> I would love to do you in real drag. Oh <laughs> like, like, like totally just real authentic drag. I think you would look amazing. You should do divine. No, 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 no. He wouldn't be a good divine. I don't think you'd be a good divine, but we'd have to find something good. Yeah. You'd be a better, filthiest person alive. So that'll be good. I'll need a tour right in front of you. <laughs> from your given from your new pug in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wheel so. And Frankie, how's your week been? Good. Good. What's good. new? Not a whole lot of new stuff. I'm painting. I'm starting to paint. Oh, good. Yeah, that's about it. Daddy stuff. Yeah. That's always twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have anniversary coming up, which is mm -hmm. always fun. Yeah. And then busy at the shop. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Good. 
Okay, so if you heard a little giggle behind and a cute little voice, that's our guest for today. Our guest we have is Naomi. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you for coming and spending your evening with us. If you want to follow Naomi on Instagram, it's N-O-E-M-I Tattoos on Instagram. And Naomi, where are you currently at? Where do you work? Tell us a little bit something about yourself and where you work. Um, I'm currently a full-time student and tattoo artist at Goodfellas Tattoo in Orange. Awesome. Shout out to Goodfellas Tattoo in Orange? Yeah. Awesome. Cool. How's school? Uh, it's good. It's busy. Um, being full-time, I actually signed a California promise today that says that I have to finish school within the next two years, which means I have to take over 12 units a, a semester. So. Technically, I'm taking about 15 units, so it's a little bit, you know, more more work than the usual. So, you know, it's just a lot of homework, but, you know, being a tattooer, having a little bit of downtime during, you know, my breaks, I can finish doing homework. Is that like a new thing? That they're I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's Why like a brush. Bill. Is it because they have so many students that are... Yeah, the schools are really impacted, and but there's a lot of benefits. It's kind of like they make a deal with you. You have to finish school. Uh, early, but they give you more financial aid and priority registration. Oh, okay, that's, oh, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, that's good. What do you want to graduate with? Um, I think right now just a bachelor's or a bachelor's of fine arts. Um, just to speed things since I'm a transfer student, I just want to get out quicker. So your major is going to be arts. Yeah. Good. Are you thinking of teaching art? Yeah, eventually. Um, depending, I heard it's really hard to get into the master's program. Like you can't have worse than a C in any of the classes. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little nervous about that because the intro to 3D class right now, it's um, it's kind of hard. So I just hope I don't get a D in that class. <laughs> yeah, so. You'll do great. And how, how's everything at Goodfellas? It's good. good. It's, it's busy. Um, I, you know, it's tattooing. It's kind of seasonal. So mm -hmm. this is our fall. So, um, I mean, it's not true for every artist, but, you know, it's just, you know, people start putting on more clothes in the winter and the tattoos aren't as visible. So, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So mm -hmm. people don't really ask questions about tattoos, like if it gets cold and they're wearing jackets, you know. But so, yeah, I think that's part of the reason why it gets slow. But um, I try to keep busy just with like loyal returning clients. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. It's funny how what we think is cold is nothing compared to what somebody in Michigan thinks is cold or anybody yeah. in New York think is cold. We put I, on our, our tiny little... Yeah. Our little jackets yeah. when it, once it's it hits crazy. 60 degrees or, yeah. or 70 degrees. And we think it's freezing. Yeah. I still enjoy it. I still, yeah. I still enjoy yeah. the fall. Yeah. I still wish we had a more of a real authentic fall. Yeah. yeah. I was in New York for fall one year and it was just cold as heck, but amazing. Like yeah. I felt like it was like, ah. Oh. I know. But I don't want to shovel snow or be snowed in with that. I, I would never want to do. Yeah. Or what was it? Pipes freezing and. Yeah. <laughs> My sister lived in Colorado, so she went through that. Yeah. 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 Does she have a basement? Yeah. 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 Really yeah. Yeah. And it would just, it just, it, it, it makes me think like, okay, cost of living out here in California is so high. And then maybe cost of living is cheaper out there. But then if you have like a pipe break, it's that's true. still expensive to, yeah. to do. Right. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't think it's cheap. I know. No, and heating's expensive, and it could be up to like twenty thousand. I heard. Yeah, so I don't know. Kind of balances yeah. out, right? Yeah. 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 So you're an artist, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you're also like a you're an actual artist, not just a tattoo artist. Uh -huh. What type of artist do you do? Uh, currently, art do you do? I'm sorry. 
Currently, I'm doing a lot of drawing, um, doing a lot of gesture drawing, drawing from life. Um, I guess just getting back into like the daily draw, um, just practicing on on more of being that productive workflow that I kind of lost over the years. So that's just the art that I'm doing right now. It's a lot of drawing. What do you mean by productive workflow that you lost? What do you mean by um, that? Just like gesture drawing, just drawing from life, like having a sketchbook and just being outside and just drawing a random person that's walking by or eating their, drinking their Starbucks outside, just like constantly having that sketchbook with you and just at wherever you go. I kind of just lost that for a couple of years. I used to do that when I worked at Disney um, on the daily, just drawing the people mm -hmm. at Disneyland. Now people I, watch. Yeah, people yeah. watch. So. That's really good to be in the moment. We're yeah. so stuck on our phones. Yeah. Such a rarity to be in the moment. Yeah, that too. I'm trying to read more. So. That's a lost art now, reading. Yes, yes. <laughs> reading is a very lost art. It's so easy to get distracted, you know, like just right away you hear that ding. I mean, like certain ringtones are meant mm -hmm. to catch our attention. <clears throat> so you could easily be reading up a whole paragraph and then it mm -hmm. dings and then you just forget what you read. Yeah. And it makes it harder to read, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't turn off your cell phone or silence. It, yeah. Are you find yourself reading from a book or reading from your phone or right reading now, from a tablet? Yeah, right now it's just textbooks. So, yeah. And where do you draw your inspiration? Um, I think right now just nature and just people and just events. Um, like for example, I'm doing that art battle that's coming up. So I'm trying to get inspiration for what the, the purpose of that is based on the audience. And then just, um, I guess getting influenced by vintage art. That's that's really what I look at. So what's the art? Some of our listeners might not know what an art battle is. What is that? And where is that? Uh, it's just an art competition um, where people have a certain amount of time and, and then they paint and they just come <clears> with other <throat> artists to, to work up to like a championship to go international. Have you ever so, done it before? Yeah, um, this will be my third time. Uh, the one I did in January or no, it was February. Um, we were given 20 minutes to paint like this giant canvas. And then um, I won that event and then that took me up to city finals. So I went to San Francisco in June and I got second place. So now I'm going to the LA city finals, which is like, a, I guess all of California, I think. And then from there, they're going to determine who goes to the championship in November. Um, and then the winners from there will go international to Europe. Mm. What part of Europe? Uh, either Lisbon, um, Portugal, or Amsterdam. Mm. Have you been to any of those places? Uh, I've been to Spain, but not like Portugal. Well, Amsterdam. Yeah, the yeah, ones you just yeah. said, have you been to any of those? Uh, no, no, just Spain. That's cool. I love Spain. Yeah, what yeah. part did you go? Uh, Barcelona and Madrid. Me too. Yeah, those yeah. are my... from. Okay, so from Barcelona and Madrid, which were your favorite? Um... I and think, if you hear that monster coming, that's, uh, know, that's Steve in the in the in the back with his car. Let's see, let's see if you he can hear. Can everybody hear? Let's see if he push, uh, pushes the. It just reminds me of like a giant go kart. Right? Huh. Like, <laughs> I, wait, wait, didn't they have a car like this in cars? Yeah, oh, they had a little red. Was it this loud? <laughs> I don't remember. I I wonder if he's trying to be quiet. So what part of Spain did you like uh, from Barcelona uh, and Barcelona. Madrid? Barcelona. I think, I think um, Barcelona. Um, I don't know. 
I, I really don't remember. It was in 2008, but um, they're kind of just old photographs in my head. Uh-huh. I'm slowly forgetting it. Uh, well, that's not good. You don't I like both. It. I yeah. really can't compare, like, They're so like different. Better. They're so completely yeah, different. I, I think I just enjoyed them both, you know? Good, good, good. Awesome. Yeah. And then... Um, what else besides people and nature have you drawn inspiration over the years of art? Because I've, I've looked at your Instagram, you have a lot of art stuff on it. And it's kind of, you've been through different evolutions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like a lot of like 1920s or like 1800 art. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just a lot of art from like just vintage Vintage art. Yeah. I don't know. It's a broad. It's very broad. Vintage can mean so many I things. Know, it's like really super broad. I can't narrow it to, to one thing. Yeah. I saw you did some makeup on, uh, or you were with somebody who did a shoot with yeah. some kind of a charity thing. What was that about? Uh, it was a benefit photo shoot for, um, I guess, that whole thing that was going on with the at the border where like kids were being detained. Mm hmm. And so the proceeds went to the fa those families. Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, it was just fun to dress oh. up and yeah, just cool. hang out with the other girls, like other moms. They're fun. Cool. They're nice people. So tell us, how did you get into, especially as a female, how did you get into the industry? Um, I've always been into art, and I was dating this guy in high school, and I used to go to some guy's house and watch him tattoo in his garage. I just started asking questions how, you know, he became a tattooer. You show me all his drawings and I really liked his art. So from there, I just, he told me just to find an apprenticeship and I didn't really know what that was. So um, I just went into the first tattoo shop I went to um, with my portfolio. And um, that was Las Calaveras in, in Fullerton. And I talked to some guy named Mooch and he just, he liked my art. He gave me that opportunity to apprentice there. For about a year or so, and you know, I was apprenticing starting out, and I fucked up, and I was just, you know, messing around. I really didn't take it serious at the time. I was like, I think, like eighteen or nineteen. So, you know, I was just partying and traveling and just doing crazy stuff. So I didn't follow through with the apprenticeship, and then um, he just said, you know, I went to Europe and I came back, and then he just told me to to, to talk to some guy named Mark. And um, so I continued my apprenticeship at, at Goodfellas, where I'm at now. And um, so I just went over there and apprenticed with um, Kim and Turbo over there. Pretty much just the shop, just helped out everybody. How about being a woman in a very male-dominated industry? Um, you can't, I mean, I was it easy-peasy for you? Was it? I don't know. I didn't think about gender as a, as a deal, like a big deal. Like at the time, I was just being a person like in the industry. Um, the only thing that stood out to me was Kim, my mentor at the time. She just told me like, don't fuck your way to the top. But that was the only thing because women were, you know, still objectified. And, you know, like even to this day, like I've had my crushes in like different tattoo shops, with, like artists or something, but I already know like, you can't sleep with a band, you know, like you can't talk to like, even be interested like with a, a coworker, you know, it just wouldn't work out. And um, so I just, I just made that clear to myself, like, don't ever get involved, you know? So it's been hard, but that's the only, that's the only. So you've never experienced any inequality or anything? No. No. How about you, Myra? You, when all your years of, You've been in the education for many years, but also you've been around the tattoo 
industry for many years as well. Did you ever experience any uh, notice any inequality? Actually, no. No? No, I, I never have. I mean, um, I've met other tattoo artists that were females, and I've never seen another male artist disrespect them mm -hmm. or talk to them, um, belittle them just mm -hmm. because they're a female. It's always been um, a mutual respect as they're still, they're an artist, like, themselves so and i mean i remember noemi when she was doing her apprenticeship because frank was working there at the time at goodfellas and um i never saw i never saw any of the artists um disrespect her just because mm -hmm. she was a female no and not at all and i never saw anyone i think respect kim either yeah i saw more guys being disrespected to like belittle them like mm -hmm. literally physically even um, in the industry more than women, but I have, I mean, there's, there's a difference between like, I guess, like being like, what did, what did he say about like inequality uh -huh. and just, um, what do you call it? Just the people you work with, they kind of become your family. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between that and a workplace because in a workplace you'll talk about like sexual harassment mm -hmm. and there's videos they show you on like special training, like don't talk to women like this mm -hmm. or joke around like that. But, you know, just working in the industry and tattoo shops, like, we always fuck around and talk about, like, ass and titties. And just, like, <laughs> you end up having yeah. almost, like, a guy humor mm -hmm. towards the end. And it just becomes the, the norm. Like, but you also you also mentioned just, uh, don't fuck yourself. You're way to the top. That's a yeah, whole yeah, nother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, and that's, your, like, their own personal journey. I don't know what they went mm -hmm, through. Mm -hmm. And maybe just she had an experience like that. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. That's why mm -hmm. it shocked me. And that's why, like, I don't know, Frank, what do you think she meant by that? Um, she literally said, don't fuck your way to the top. Like, I, Yeah, she, she used to say that all the time. I think she was just like, you know, make it kind of like that concept that, like, like um, earn it, earn, earn it, like, for real so that nobody can say they gave it to you. Because you know, let me tell you, I have seen some female tattooers, like, even on Instagram, uh -huh. nowadays, putting themselves out there like they're just... They're selling themselves in their tattoos, you know, yeah. which I get it. I mean, that's their way of selling their art, but I, it's, it's not respectable in my, in my book. What uh, do you think, Myra? No, I think she's right. It's just, um, as a female, you don't need to do all that because if that's all you have to show then, I mean, then you don't have to respect mm -hmm. yourself. It's like, uh, you'll get respect. For the work that you're putting out, yeah. For work, physical. But then, then we live in a sexual society. We live in a we live in a Kardashian society, right? Our our, our society is uh, all of all four of us here. I'm sure are guilty of getting into an Instagram hole. You're one hashtag away from being up till five in the morning. Um, so how does that resonate till to today? Because we are a very sexual society. Because it, I don't see that leaving a legacy because they're not leaving their bodies behind, they're leaving their art behind. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. we're not always gonna end up like the Kardashian body forever. Well, the, and, that, and that's an a, image. And that's know? a weird, that's such a, another weird thing too, because in the nineties it was, you know, it was heroin chic was the thing, yeah. right? It was skinny, it was, well, just like in the sixties with Twiggy, it was skinny, yeah. it was the boy body. So, yeah. so flat chested boy body. And then in the nineties, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, you know, heroin chic, the Kate Moss, the Cindy Crawfords. And then um, we go into now it's diaper boot butts and, <laughs> 
<laughs> and not even the right curves, <laughs> which is which is interesting. Well, Duck lips in. <laughs> I'm taking this class. It's like the history of rock and roll, and they they made up a good point about Elvis Presley. How you know he was a really well respected uh, rock and roll artist. You know, our, musicians are artists, and the thing about Elvis that I didn't know was that most of his songs were pretty much copied or literally oh honey that's from the chitlin from, circuit honey yeah they're from like you, know, <laughs> you didn't the, know the, that no i did not oh know my god okay so besides that i still appreciated his music and he did invent like you know some musical techniques that came along but in the end you know the lady was just asking like you know so do you still like elvis after the 70s that was the big question like when he elvis. went to that's the best that, elvis <laughs> yeah when he went to you know las vegas when it was just, the, he had his residency at the hilton right and he didn't he wasn't even like into rock and roll he's more like singing like, he was into was, gospel at that time yeah it was a different yeah during art, like music form. yeah during his last run 70s elvis was morely he was more into his gospel music yeah then so that's that's the whole thing too is what I, i'm trying to compare is like for artists is like if they're trying to right. leave what um if they're trying to leave behind that whole legacy of, of being either an icon or some sort of image rather than leaving back um like images you know of like their actual i'm, I'm sorry naomi what <laughs> what did you mean hun? oh yeah yeah like um so that's the whole thing that I was comparing between like these girls that are putting themselves out there is like, are they putting themselves out there to try to become a Kardashian, mm -hmm. to try to become this image of this, like, you know, themselves as the image or putting out images for people to remember them mm -hmm. as like becoming like idols and icons mm -hmm. or being like an actual artist mm -hmm. that is going to leave their artwork behind that people can look at and like yeah. remember them for their art yeah. because... You know, in the end, like when people die, nobody needs to know like what the artists look like, but they'll recognize their art anywhere, like a Picasso or mm -hmm. like Leonardo da Vinci. You well, it's just like, you don't the, know it, well, Van, like, Van you know? Gogh didn't sell a painting till after he died. Yeah. And it was not even till years after he died did he yeah. really sell a painting. And then he was tormented by self darkness yeah. anyway. So. so it's just, I guess, how images are portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Good. I don't know. Um, tell me a little bit about the business side of the industry for yourself. Uh, well, there's a there was a lot of business that I didn't know until I ended up taking a class in it and just learning little, I guess, little ideas from it. Just you know, the general rule of handing out like a business card every day, uh, posting every day at the certain times, just um, keeping notes of like your plans, having a plan of action just having goals and when to meet them. It's all about scheduling and time, really. And just, I think that's part of business is just being a good like manager or like scheduler, I guess. So what did you learn about business? Time is money. Always, that's always, it. always. Yeah. And what was, what was, uh, when did you actually learn that? Because I don't believe you, you don't just wake up and say, okay, today time is money. You have to, there's a, some on your journey, there's some point on that journey where you woke up. When was that point? Um, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint a time. It was just, I guess, being broke all the time. I'm like, why am I broke? 
you know, and then just realizing, trying to figure out what I was doing wrong. I guess, you know, when you just look at your bank account. <laughs> was, like, was you shopping too much, girl? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, how has the industry changed from when you first started up to now? I guess the first obvious one is that there's just a lot more shops. Um, when I first started out, I think there was only about 10 shops in like the area. I, I couldn't, I, we could like name them on our hands, you know, but um, that's just the obvious one. There's just so many shops. And artists. And, and yeah, just artists. I think the technology has um, really affected the industry and in good and bad ways, you know, it's just so easy for someone who just wants to pick up tattooing and just order stuff online mm -hmm. so quick, get it in a day and just scratch up people the next mm -hmm. day, you know? It's like almost everything you can buy off Amazon. Yeah. <clears> you don't much. even need. You, you can get everything on Amazon. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's an amazing thing. I also think that the reality shows that were um, there for the tattooing, like the, what was it? The LA Inc., Miami Inc., Miami Inc. Inc. Yeah, Masters. Shows, yeah. yeah. That made it more um, desirable for people to want to be that person. <clears throat> yeah. That imagery. Yeah. What do you think of those shows, Naomi? I don't know. Um, good and bad. Everybody has their personal hustle. Like, I don't hate on Kat Von D or anything. She made a whole, like, industry for herself. Like, good for her, you know. But um, there's people who hate on her, but... I'll never understand why people hate on her. I'll never understand. Yeah. I, I don't understand it from a business as aspect of it. Yeah. Because she's... she's Now, that's a legacy, yeah. right? Yeah. That yeah. if she was to die tomorrow, her name will still make money. Mm -hmm. So... And I'm freaking. We've had this conversation, Frankie yeah. and I, kind of like the bubble of tattooing, mm -hmm. right? And and the sacredness of tattooing. Well, it's not so secret. <laughs> Nothing is so secret. I think people make it secret just to 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 try to have some exclusivity, which I think is yeah. great. But why why not why not take yourself and the craft to an entire new level? Yeah. And build a legacy because when you're dead and gone, your exclusivity's gone with it. And what she's now she's getting into shoes, which I think is that's. When you die, that's what you look up to. You don't look up to a diaper ass. You look up to that because she went from that as a woman in a very male-dominated industry to now a very profitable makeup company. Um, what else has she made? Yeah. So, so what do you think of people hating on her for that? Um, I don't know. I guess just people are just looking for someone to hate. But I mean, as far as the TV thing goes, I. I, you know, I worked in the entertainment industry too, and it's just, I kind of understood how it worked. So I really don't, it's, it's an industry and it's a business. Oh yeah. It's you a know, total, it's a total facade. <laughs> every, everyone, everyone's going to try to have their own hustle, mm -hmm. whether they start up this TV thing or whatever, you know, I don't know. Some people see it as a good fortune that came to them. And some people see it as like, that really affects them. Like, they're going to be known for that because mm -hmm. there's just more viewers for them. Mm -hmm. you know? and, and then nothing ever erases on the internet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so if, if they're, if they were made to edit it to be an asshole yeah. and they get stigmatized as an asshole, then that's, that lives on yeah. forever. Yeah. I don't see it any different than like a TV on the television and our phones like YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like there's shows and then there's broadcasts. Mm -hmm. So. I, I always, I, my favorite, uh, the way I look at the entertainment industry is I believe the entertainment industry is for, for the for majority of all of us, 
it's a beautiful movie theater. When you walk yeah. into the movie theater, you see velvet curtains, you see a beautiful screen, beautiful plush seats, and it gives you the whole effect. But once you turn the lights on, fucking screen's all scratched up, has holes in it, dusty ass uh, yeah. <laughs> velvet curtains, and they're fucking uh, uh, sticky ass floor yeah. all over the place, gum on the seats. Yeah. It never is what it seems. So, but but I think shows are good. Would you ever be on a show? Um, I have been on a show, but just as an audience member. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'm talking about in front of the camera, girl. I don't know. Show. Um, I wasn't on a talent It was Jerry show. Spring Jerry Springer. You can catch her on YouTube. Well, no, I mean, uh, I remember when Frank went to go be part of um, Jose Luis. <laughs> wait, Frank, wait, hold on. Frankie, you were on Jose Luis yeah. Sin Censura? Yeah. Were you on a, a, my my uncle's a transvestite? Or which one were you on? Or, yeah, or were you on a, were you on the, um, I was, I was no, caught in was, a three-man orgy. It was actually a tattoo. I don't remember what it was. It was, it was a hot mess. <laughs> what, was, what was the? Oh well, I didn't really make it to the stage, so I don't know what the what the, um, the uh, theme was going to be. But wait, but don't you, did you were you going to have to speak Spanish? No, we. So See, they they pitch it to you really funny. Yeah. Hey, you want a tattoo on TV on uh, Jose Luis? You know, it's like oh okay, and then when you get there. In the back, green rooms. Wait, so you and my wait, hold on. How did I have to hear this story? I have to hear this <laughs> no, story. It was like the whole shop got up and we all went to Burbank to Jose yeah. Luis. Wait, how did it happen? The shop didn't just get up and go. How did it happen? Um, my buddy Mikey, he uh, I guess they asked him to get a shop, you know, that he was at to, to show up over there. Uh -huh. and, um, yeah, then we went. It, it just they tell you one thing and then when you get there it's another thing so they told you you want if you wanted to tattoo jose luis yeah and you, they, they even asked him they're like we'll see we'll make it look like you know he's gonna tattoo up there but then it's like then then they asked mikey like okay so how about if we use this scenario like so so you're banging frankie's lady right he's like nah bro i'm not, <laughs> I'm not going out there like that so they pay you extra if you actually yeah. Wait, so you were going to go on there as the mistress yes. or as the... They brought that uh, over there. Yes. That would have been really good to see on YouTube today. And then so... And then so what... So then what? You guys have been throwing blows? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, we were laughing. We were looking at each other like, dude, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, and seriously, they're like, hey, they'll pay you. And it's like, okay, well, how much are they going to give us? He comes back. He's like, uh, 10 bucks each. I'm like, what? Ten, but so we're oh. in this other green room, and then they had like stacks of Pizza Hut. Remember that? Yeah. So I open it, and I start eating because I'm like, dude, they have Pizza Hut. And yeah. There's soda, you know, and so like there was no cup, so I'm just drinking out of the bottle, you know. And then they're like, hey, what are you doing? That's for a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> was it La Pizza Loca or was it Pizza, no, Hut? Pizza Hut? Shout out to everybody who knows what who what La Pizza Loca is. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so Naomi, you were you were not on Jerry Springer. Were you on Maury Povich? No, no, I want to. I think the most recent one that we went to is what is it? Let's make a deal or oh, deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Oh, oh we I had love a dress that game. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Up. <sighs> and we went you with went my on it. Boyfriend and like he dresses Chewbacca, and I was like a blue mermaid, like just super <laughs> random. Wait, you had to dress up in a costume? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, like. 
my ex is an alcoholic and he was just grumpy because he couldn't drink at the show <laughs> so he's like a pissed off chewbacca and then they gave us good ass seats in the front and i was like so excited to see wayne brady i was like fuck yeah wayne brady i love him since like the 11th grade on you know whose line is it anyway so it's just exciting we're right in front of him where myra's sitting and like you know he, we we did the first segment and before they went to the commercial the producer literally had like we're whispering and i could see them whispering about us and they grabbed us and they sat us in the back because derek wasn't smiling he was just pissed off looking and they wanted us all to look happy and cheerful and be dancing during the break yeah. and he was just like pissed he was just not having it so like oh derek wherever you are in this world uh, never be a pissed off chewbacca <laughs> we just sat in like the way back where the camera angles couldn't even catch us so. uh, wait so if anybody if so we looked you up like, could we find you on that episode yeah it's, oh. it's on there you, you will see like how they cut us out like in the beginning we're like obviously <laughs> yeah. and then like a commercial break we're just like not there girl you got the chop girl <laughs> they had to joe ass out yeah literally oh an upset chewbacca because he couldn't drink alcohol that's the yeah best. he could not get drunk <laughs> That's amazing. So back to <clears throat> back to talking about um, the the industry, past and present. Um, Wait, hold on. Before before we move on, I gotta say I was pissed off about the whole situation because the people that were in our seats won like ten thousand oh, dollars oh, a trip oh, to yeah. Italy and matching lambrettas that was like pink and black. Oh, See? Oh, it was like meant for us. See? If you were See? just like, I should have just got it again. Wasted. That's why you never just, date an alcoholic. Oh my god! <laughs> they were like the winners were in our seats, literally like. I think they just predetermined like uh -huh, the seats. Well, yeah, they so have mad to. About yeah, the situation. yeah. yeah. So Dang, girl. Okay, we can move on. Well, no wonder you broke. <laughs> hopefully, you broke up right after that. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been pissed off too. Yeah. Okay. Really wanted that little brother. Yeah. Okay. So you talked about how the industry had changed past right and um any changes now that you see that you have seen before i think just the different tools i think i guess tattoo machines are becoming more advanced using like i guess um i feel it like airplane like what is it called the material oh yeah yeah aluminum what? yeah just like airplane quality like aluminum stuff like that just Real very high-tech stuff you know and just um well, what kind of machine do you just hybrid to change with the times yeah i was just all coil and then i ended up experimenting with rotaries so just what do you think of that change it's good i've seen the difference in the work that those machines pull out so mm -hmm. I, i'm just you know i get with the times i don't know and it's kind of fun to mess with different machines and just see what's up and new and coming, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, like, Apprentice now have it a lot easier than what you've had, because I remember you scrubbing tubes in the back of the Yeah, that too. There's, everything's disposable now. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, that's true. So you were one of the tube scrubbers? and Yeah. Did you ever learn how to make your own needles? Yes. That's awesome. Did. So then that wasn't too long ago. Or how long have you been tattooing? 
Um, well, I started tattooing in high school when I was six, but in a tattoo shop, 2008. So that was, so in 2008 was tubes and you made your own needles? Uh, yeah, like 2007, 2008, yeah. So 10 years, it's advanced to all disposable. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. When did they come out with disposables? Um, it's been a while now. I think five years. Maybe the last no, five years, right? More, more, than, than, more than that. Yeah, because yeah. when we were getting them, um, wow, I want to say maybe oh two, you know, there maybe even before that, 2000, because they were when we were getting them, they weren't really the best quality either, mm. you know, and they costed like close to five dollars each. Weren't you like making your own too? Like yeah, well, like the, prototyping the, like tubes, like yeah. ball. Oh, I shouldn't even say. I shouldn't even like say. It. I should. No, 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 no. I shouldn't even say. Like, I feel like they'll steal your idea. Yeah, I had a. I had a. Um, it was I a still, great idea. idea. I still have. Yeah. Very ergonomic. Mm -hmm. I just don't find. Don't the, say it. Don't say. It. Just leave it. We'll move yeah, on. It's next million dollar idea. Yeah. Next. And Noemi knows it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you run with it, girl. Your, your truth is the same. <laughs> if you want a cat Von D, it, girl. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you think that, well, mm -hmm. no, how, how do you think the industry should evolve? Um, well, I guess this, this new evolution now that has been really throwing me off because I have no idea about it. I mean, it's like a new law that mm -hmm. came out in May about how tattoo shop owners, um, I guess the tattooers have to be employees and we're not oh, yeah. self-contractors yeah. anymore. No. I don't know anything about that, but I've heard rumors I, about it. There's tattooers that are worried about it. I read that it. entire like, law like okay, the back so, of my back of my hand, but we'll talk about that, but go ahead. Go ahead and yeah, talk about so the evolution. I don't know how that evolution is going to go about and just, I don't know. I guess just, I think the most important thing about the evolution is just keeping it sanitary and keeping it safe, keeping it, just sterile. Mm -hmm. Like, you have a dirty tattoo in your shop, they need to leave. Immediately. They need to be done with immediately. That's just the important of the evolution of tattooing. Mm -hmm. I think it's just keeping it safe. Well, and have your fucking paperwork in order. I don't yeah. understand why people don't have their paperwork in order. Yeah, just, that is a, a baffles me. Yeah, I mean, people forget how, you know, diseases are real and people mm -hmm. can catch them. Tattooer and client alike, so. Mm -hmm. Just keeping it safe is always the best. Frankie showed showed us one guy that he knew um, who got an infection. Yeah. Remember Frankie, that one that was oozing out? We've oh, seen yeah. a lot of crazy it's shit. Crazy, it's disgusting. Even then in the training, they have pictures. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've seen a lot of, even just coming into tattoo shops, people will have like staff or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's, we tell them to leave. It's, like, it's just super contagious too. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Even when, like you said, when they come in, Asking to get tattooed, and you see that they have like staff all over their arm, and, oh. and it's like, yeah, you can't be in here, dude. You gotta, you know, they get offended. And, and, and at the time, like, you don't think about yourself; you more think about your family because you're bringing that home to like your family. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. just you know. Well, I mean, if you think people send their kids to school with lice, what makes you think they're not going to come right. with a staff infection yeah, to get a tattoo? Yeah, <laughs> so. You're infecting other people, children's yeah. kids. <laughs> so as long as like you know that like you know as much as we all hate the health department it's just always good to have them around to i don't why do you think people i think they're great it, they're important i don't know why people say they hate the health department yeah, people don't want to pay the health fees yeah that's really right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well everything is 
everything is a fee. Nothing is yeah, free. Yeah. Everything's a fee. Yeah. If you think about it, it's a fee to, fee to file your taxes, a fee to get a business license, a yeah. fee to get a health department license. Everything's a fee. Yeah. You know, but, you know, they're good to have around, keep everyone safe and clean. So let's talk about that that part of the evolution of uh, the new law. What do you know about the law? Since you, I don't you, know anything. You've been hearing it on the streets. What did you? What rumors it. did you hear? Just something. I think it has to deal with more about the owners. Like I guess, and then I guess your their employees now. Mm -hmm. Like we can't mm -hmm. be contractors. I don't know. And then there's people that say they found loopholes to it. Mm -hmm. And there's people that say like. I guess they don't even want to deal with it, but you can get in trouble with it. I, I really don't know. That's all I've heard. The, the key is that, and this I think it's a great thing, and people should have been doing this for years, and I'm glad they're forcing people to do it because I think people, if you're a hairdresser, it's a career you make. If you're a tattoo artist, you make a career out of it, right? Then with that said, you should be paying taxes as well. I, I never understand why people are so afraid of taxes. Um, and, and as a shop owner, you should 1099 your independent contractors. You should W for them, get that shit legal on the paper, 1099 their asses. And if they want to file their taxes, then it's up to them. If they don't want to file their taxes, it's up to them too. But it's just, it's making everybody accountable. And then of course, everyone's got to pay. The state needs to make sure they get their cut and they can find where they can get their money. That's all it is. I think what scares the artists, and I'll say that because um, we didn't know about that, but with Frank being uh, self-contractor um, we ran into that I mean for years he didn't file taxes I mean I file taxes because I've always worked well because you're on a w2 yes. which is totally different from a 1099 but he never filed taxes with the 1099 because either the shop never offered a 1099 or um, it, it just wasn't which a to thing. me which to me is stupid and irresponsible for the shop owner it is stupid and a hundred percent irresponsible the reason why I say that is because uh, there's two guarantees in this life, right? Death and taxes. Mm -hmm. When you die, you still your ass still gotta file. You still gotta file a fucking death tax return. You still gotta do it, right? And then death is inevitable. But also, we're gonna get old, right? You're 21 one day, you're 81 the next. You're gonna collect Social Security. You're gonna collect Medicare. So if your ass takes your little old tattooed looking ass down to the Social Security office and is like, "Hi, uh, Myra." I'm here to get my my Social Security and my Medicare, right? Mm -hmm. Which people don't even know what the fuck that shit is, <laughs> which still baffles me. <laughs> so, right, at 65, you get your government Social Security. At 65, you get your government health insurance, right? Yeah. So you take your little tattooed-looking ass down to the Social Security office, and I say, Myra, I'm here to get my Social Security and my Medicare because I'm 65. Myra's going to look at me, look through my fucking social and be like, bitch, you have not filed taxes in 40 years. So you have not one, one paid into Social Security, which you have to pay 21 points. Then you've never paid into Medicare. So then how, how irresponsible for a shop owner to not educate their independent contractors that way. So I'm glad they're making that law because at the end of the day, it put it on the, on the, on the independent contractor to go decide if they want to have a future or not have a future. It's up to them and because we're all going to collect. You going your ass going to go get uh, disabled. You better, you better, you better make sure you pay them points. And see, and it took us years to find that out. And it's not until we started working with Fullerton Tattoo mm -hmm. 
because the owner there actually did this 1099. 1099. So he 1099 and we're like, what the hell is this? You know? mm -hmm. So then when we took it, we filed and he has, he has been filing mm -hmm. ever since. And come to realize, oh, hey, that goes into your social security. Mm -hmm. So he, there's a gap where he missed out on all mm -hmm. those years yeah. not paying because we didn't file. We mm -hmm. didn't know. Like, yeah. it, it's just something that they don't educate mm -hmm. the tattoo artists, yeah. which is kind of sad because it's like, well, they're working. Mm -hmm. They should, you know, and that's their only job. I mean, most well, it's their, the it's their career. Their career. Yeah. And if they so, want, if you want to build a career, right? It's just like, okay, for instance, you're the career you built in on the education side, right? You get a W2, you get your little CalPERS, yeah. get your little insurance, get your, you know, you see all them little taxes come out, but on an independent contractor, whether you own a, your own business, your, whatever it is, you, you don't, I don't, I don't understand why they don't think that I still got to pay into that. Yeah. It's not, free. nothing is free. No. It's just not. And I, it just baffles me that people think it is. Because there's going to get somebody fine and you're <clears> going to get older and you're not going to be tattooing the rest of your life. So you're going to retire. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. want to collect that social security. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so that, so that's, to answer the question, that's <laughs> the yeah, the, the that's, short, yeah. the short reason is that's, that's the reason. reason. Well, from a tattooer standpoint, I understand both sides of the story, mm -hmm. and it's it's one of those things that it have to go off the record because if I said it, I don't know. I'm always scared of like, what is it, the tax people coming after me <laughs> if I said anything. But oh, honey, Uncle Sam it's is just, Uncle yeah. Sam is everyone's family member, and he's our favorite family member. And I mean, I get it because you know you get. You don't tax people when you do a tattoo. Mm -hmm. So eventually the tax well, has to come out at the end. But this is the thing too, because now we're going to get into really sticky. Uh, right. That's th what I this want to go this, there. This is, where <laughs> this is where we'll leave it, okay? Find a tax person. Talk to them about the situation. Mm -hmm. Make sure they're well-versed in this. Um, but all y'all out there tattooing should be paying into your Social Security and into your Medicare in the United States of America. If you're not, you're stupid. I'm sorry. I'm going to be, I feel very passionate about that because your ass is going to get fucking old. You'll get carpal tunnel. Well, actually, <laughs> I do agree with you on that because we have been on both sides mm -hmm. where we weren't paying for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, okay. Well, there, there is a benefit for that mm -hmm. because yeah. his parents have always told him, well, what are you going to do when you're old and you're not collecting social security? But you know, they say that to him, but it was true back mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. They still say that to him, but yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't know that he actually does contribute to his social security. Mm -hmm. So it's like he is contributing. Yeah, he will yeah. have mm -hmm. a, a retirement exactly. plan yeah. and stuff now. He, he, he has, ha he has uh, he's so young that he will still pay points, right? Mm -hmm. You have till the age of 65 to pay those yeah. points. Um, it's just making sure that you pay them when you're supposed to, I guess. Is that. So, in other words, don't be scared. Yeah, don't be, you ain't got to be scared, yeah. girl. Unless you hide a million dollars underneath your uh, mattress, you that's, can go find it. You can go find Naomi at this address. It's <laughs> a situation, you know, like, I don't know, tattoos have been doing that for years. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Yeah, but that's not always a good thing. What always was, what yeah. was always good in the past is never, especially since we're, we're now a very rare cash yeah. carrying race, human race, human yeah. beings, right? It, it's it's so such a rarity you find anybody carrying cash on them that yeah. it's, I mean, have you ever used Apple Pay, Myra? Yeah. It's easy. It's scary it's easy. My, everything is on scary. my wallet. It, well, if you look at the way Amazon does it, right? Yeah. Amazon, you just have to hit order. It doesn't even let you know that it charged you. It just lets yeah. you know your package is on the way. Yeah. And there's no exchange of paper currency. It, it's all 
all in this I don't cloud. Have cash. I'm surprisingly have some cash on mm -hmm, me, but. Mm -hmm. 99.9% mm -hmm. of the time, I don't carry any yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah. And you can't tell me all of your yeah. clients carry cash all the time. I'm sure you have to tell them, remind them. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is that to each their own, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, you have the, the artists that are set in their old ways and their old traditional mm -hmm. ways of doing things and they don't, they don't want to get with the times. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, everybody is just responsible and accountable for their own money. Mm -hmm. So whether they're going to be responsible about, you know, either investing that money and, and you know, having a plan for retirement and just hiding it from the government or just taking that risk mm -hmm. or just filing taxes. It's just yeah. to each their own. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's thing. Just, yeah. I don't know. I love it. I think that's why it's just, that's one of the reasons why tattooers. But I, th I think it's good to make them good business people, right? It's, it's not just to make yeah, them. And I think also too, they probably made it law to make sure that the owners are doing what they have to do too, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, and and that's every every shop should be treated like a legitimate business. Like yes, it's because in reality, I mean, um, the owner can give you the two nine nine. They can't force you to go file taxes. No, that's on your ass. Yeah, 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 as long as you know, as an owner, you have the paper trail. Gave you uh -huh. what you yeah. do is your business. But yeah, we're you you did what you had, yeah, what you had, I what you're required to do. To do. So, yeah. yeah. That's like the only difference now is that there's accountability for it, and before it's like tattooers were able to hide their money mm -hmm. well, I mean, and not claim like darling. Every, everything like, can be hidden. You know what it, I mean? Everything so, can be hidden. So right, so that, those are the loopholes. That yeah, I was everything about. can be hidden. Like in your situation, you're better. Yeah. you're a student. You know yeah, what I mean? you understand. Yeah. So there's loopholes to everything. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, there's loopholes to everything. But well, that's good. Good little discussion about evolving. Yeah. yeah. Economy. Why not? <laughs> Economy. Talk, I just didn't want to talk about it because then they'll figure this out. Oh. <laughs> like, we're oh, laying yeah. it down. Slowly. Oh, yes. I know. I, I'm Something's sure. Already done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure uh, that's going to be a good thing. <laughs> They're always thing. trying to figure everyone out. Mm -hmm. so I, always, I always tell everybody, pay your unfair fair share to Uncle Scam. That's all you got to do. He's our favorite, favorite. He's my favorite family member. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I don't mess with him. My Myra loves him. She don't mess with him. Don't Frankie don't mess with him. He just does what he got to do. Leave me alone. <laughs> Whatever he wants, he got. <laughs> just don't bother me. Just don't leave me the hell alone. You don't even offer him water. You just know. You just know he's here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Naomi, what do you have to plug for us? What do you have coming on? What projects are you working on? Um, just that uh, art battle coming up in uh, where are we in October? Today uh, is October. Friday, September 28th. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, it'll be in October. <laughs> well, you ask, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. No, I know. I just don't know what month we're in. Um, yeah, so October 17th. Okay, yeah, it's on a Wednesday at uh, I think it's called the Exchange. Oh, in downtown LA. Yeah, that's the original stock build stock building in downtown LA. Oh, really? That's why it's called the Exchange. Oh, it's yeah. the Los Angeles Stock Exchange. Beautiful. Yeah. Have you ever been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful building. Some of the best architecture. If you go yeah. into the main floor, that is still the same wood from the stock trading floor in 1922. Oh wow! When the stock market crashed, <laughs> five stockbrokers threw themselves out of that window. No way! Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a beautiful, class. beautiful building. Beautiful building. So that's the next event. So is that the only other project yeah. you have going on? Um, yeah. At the moment, I'm trying not to overwhelm myself with gallery shows or anything like that because of school. Just want to focus on that, have it be my main priority, and just finish my assignments. I guess. 
Um, well, I heard rumors that you're um, going to be part of the exhibit at the Long Beach for that tattoo thing. Is that uh is yeah, that that's set still, in stone or not yet? That's still in the works, and I haven't said anything about it yet because we're still. Oh, working on that yeah <laughs> girl you over here spilling all her tea girl spill it all yeah, that tea I actually um talked to him today and, and um yeah milled over some designs and we are going to move forward with it he just met with the uh i guess ceo of mola and they're going to try to move forward with it so okay. we're just waiting on dates so. okay that's a good museum yeah, we fought we saw a free day exhibit there Really oh cool! Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's good. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> what other pro what other projects that you want to talk about do you have going on? Um, I don't know. I'd have to like look at my calendar. Okay. It's, it's... So if you want to follow Naomi and see what she's up to, go ahead and follow her on N O E M A. I'm sorry, N O E M I Tattoos. That's Naomi Tattoos on Instagram. Um, you can contact her if you want an appointment. She's at Goodfellas Tattoo in Orange. Uh, she also has her own website, www.naomistattoos.com, correct? Yeah. <clears throat> and what do you sell on this website? Nothing at the moment. Um, I'm planning to do shirts soon, so hopefully some shirts. I just can't, you know, I don't know. I don't know much about websites and developing the marketplace, so I have to figure that out. <laughs> Well, we have a great graphic designer in the house. Yeah. I think that's the one who helped her with her website. Yeah. <laughs> well. Getting the marketplace well, open. Yeah. Well, well, you can contact Squarespace about her yeah. website. Uh, anyway. I have PayPal. Anyways, okay. So go ahead and follow Naomi again if you want to on her on her Instagram and on her website. Are you, is that your only social media platforms? Uh, I have Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Tumblr, Facebook. Okay. And they just need to look up your name or just Naomi, Naomi Tattoos. Tattoos yeah. Okay, look that up on all social media, social media platforms and you can see what she's all about. Are you on Tumblr? Yeah. Late at night Tumblr? She doesn't uh, get it, does I she? haven't gone on it in years. <laughs> Frankie, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Frankie knows what I'm talking what about. That just, that just, that just no. went right over it. What Anna. was that app that was like popular for like a day, and everybody was posting their Vero? picture? Yes. What I'm was on it? Vero too. What is? What was it? It was. It was Vero. supposed to be like the new uh, Instagram. Instagram and Everybody was jumping on. Yeah, it. everybody was posting their pictures. I didn't even hear about that. It was that. like a day fad. Like, <laughs> it was the quickest fad Easter, I've ever wasn't seen. It? Yeah. Easter? It's Easter. called Easter? No, it was on Easter is when, it, when it popped up. You said your Vero picture? <laughs> well, I have the app still. <laughs> I never even saw that. So who was it? Like people in Europe or like Russia or something? I don't, you know, <laughs> you can mail, you can order bride. <laughs> yeah. It's been a whole year and the whole feed is still the same. It's, <laughs> it's still the same person. Yeah, it's it's the one person. Wow. So you can even find Naomi on social media platforms that were good for one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And of course, thank you, Naomi, for spending your time with us and taking time out of your very busy schedule to have this conversation and give a little insight about yourself and, um, and your career. It's really important Anytime. that we document um, these types of things and uh, what the artists go through.
as they build their career and find their way out in this beautiful bubble of the tattoo industry. And hopefully they work outside of the bubble. <laughs> I don't, I don't, not a fan of the bubble. Anyways, you can always always see what's going on with us at Ghost Stories Tattoo on Instagram. Don't forget that we have our amazing grand opening. We're very excited. We hope to see you all here Friday, November 2nd. We're going to have a very authentic Dia de los Muertos. We'll have an, a few authentic altars. We'll be selling food, amazing Mexican food. We're going to have some art for sale by our artist. We're going to have some great entertainment lined up for everybody. Everybody's welcome to come. It's our official grand opening. <clears throat> We'll be showering this area filled with marigolds. Um. Mm -hmm.